From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today on this open topic show, we're t- uh, taking your home improvement questions and looking for your little life hacks. These are the DIY inventions or strategies you use to get things done quicker, more efficient, and sometimes evolve zip ties. For example, you can use a mounted pool noodle to protect your car door from slamming against a garage wall. Replace some Velcro on your remote control to make sure you never lose it again. We're looking for your life hacks this morning as well as your general home improvement questions. As always, you can share your comments and experiences with us by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons, I think, is caught in traffic from Houseworks. But he'll get here today. This is open topic show. That's uh, today's thing. We're taking your home improvement questions and looking for your life hacks. And these are the little DIY inventions or strategies you use to get things done quicker or more efficient. For example, you can use a mounted pool noodle to protect your car door from slamming against the garage wall or place some uh, Velcro on your remote to control your remote control to keep it from never losing again. I have a dog that says that won't work. But anyway, uh, we're looking for your life hacks this morning as well as your general home improvement questions. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How's it going, Dale? Oh, absolutely good, man. What what are you guys working on right now? Well, uh, I just finished up some floors in a um, house we're rehabbing. Um, Getting it ready for sale, mm-hmm. and uh, what got, kind of floors did you put in? Oh man, some pop and lock, um, laminate wood, laminate wood, pop and lock. Okay, that's that's good. Uh, now, pop and lock uh, is a particular type of floor that has the little ridges on it so that you can yes. pop it in there and it locks in. And it's it, also a dance from the eighties. You literally so, have to pop it right. to lock it. <laughs> There's got to be a song out there about that. All right. All right, you know what, let's go ahead and get to the phones. Minnie is on the line in uh, Brandon, and you've got a question about an undermount sink? Yes. So what's going on, Minnie? I found a crack in it. It's a small sink in the bathroom. Uh, It's undermounted under granite, and I wanted to know if it could be repaired without having to replace it, but if I have to replace it, do I call the granite people to redo that, or do I call a plumber or... How do I go about getting that done? Let me ask you, uh, what type of, what material is the sink made of? Uh, I assume it's porcelain. Okay. And and the crack that's in it, does does it leak? No, it's not leaking, but um, it's up kind of high, and there's never standing water in that sink. So I don't mm. know if it will ever leak. Well, I can say that if it's cracked and it's porcelain, It'll never yeah. not be cracked. Right, right. Um, uh, Dell, any thoughts? 
Well, sometimes you can. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the name of the solution. There's a little something uh, for hairline fractures like that. You can polish in and seal that crack. But I'm Any not- thought on the uh, on the. So so he's saying that there is a product that you can go and search out that may be able to seal the crack if that is the issue. However, right. Uh, the only other thing to do with a cracked porcelain is, yes, replace, is replace it. it. Yeah. Yes. But to replace it, to answer your question, uh, yes, uh, plumbers do that. Uh, well, plumbers will do the, the plumbing. I don't know if they'll install the sink or not. They may. But a general contractor, uh, that's that's a pretty standard job. Okay. And so it does happen. Oh, yes. yes oh, yeah. Well, how old is it, by the way? It's not old. Um, it's less than... Six years. Oh, well, you're, I was going to ask for, for uh, but that's well out of warranty of what it would have been. So. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I would I would suggest replacing or, or trying to find the solution that, that Dell mentioned about a, a, a porcelain crack filler. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Know. And it just polishing in. All right. Appreciate the call there, Minnie. Let's go to Craig in Biloxi with our first hack of the day. What's going on, Craig? Yeah, I want to tell you how to uh how, how i get control of my usb cords and my power cords i take a you uh twist tie and put it on the end and leave it there what that way when i'm ready to roll up the cord it, the tie is always there and i do the same thing with my power cords oh that's cool piece of string that's a great idea go ahead okay so you take like a bread twist tie right bread yeah. bag twist tie and and, and you put, put it, it around on, on the mail on the mail end okay that's the one with the prongs, folks. And yeah. you uh, you twist it around that, and then you leave the rest of it open so that when you wrap it up, you can use the rest of the twist tie to wrap it up. Uh, yes. Okay. That sounds great. That's a great idea. Yes. That's fantastic and free, so I like it even better. All right. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. Let's move on to uh, Travis is in Hattiesburg, and you've got some, uh, oh, this everybody needs to hear, a stripped screw hack mm. everybody's come across a strip screw and there's few things more frustrating so what's going on travis good morning morning i have uh i have a hack for you i have done this uh several several times you got a strip screw in like a wood bed frame or even a door and uh cabinet i've done it all over you take uh you take the screw out you take toothpick and you fill that strip screw hole up with toothpicks then you get more toothpicks and you just kind of tap as many in there as you can with a small hammer. You just tap as many toothpicks, cram them in there, cut them off with a pair of wire cutters. Uh-huh. Problem solved. You put the screw in and it holds. There you go. Yeah, we. You yes. know what? We've talked about the uh, the toothpick uh, remedy on the show before, where you know basically you've 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 gone too far with a, a screw in the past to you know. And and it's kind of it won't hold anymore. So yeah, putting that wood in there. Someone else suggested a little while back when we were talking about toothpicks. Someone said you can do the same thing for larger holes with a golf tee, one of the old wooden golf tees. You know. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, that's a good idea too. It's basically the same procedure. You know, you just yes. jamming wood in there. All right, uh, appreciate that. Let's uh, keep on moving. We'll go to Jim. And Jackson, and you've got a tip about bulbs for us this morning, Jim? Uh, Not a tip, but a question. How do you convert a fluorescent light fixture to an LED fixture? You know, that's a really neat question because I I just got a question 
online also um, about uh, a fluorescent fixture and, and changing that. You've got a ballast inside a fluorescent fixture, uh, and that won't be the same with an LED. Dell, are you? They have a converter that converts them over. It's like um, it's just a little. Um, I would say a little um, extension. You you connect it and it it crosses it over like uh, AC and DC. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good answer. Do you hear that, Jim? I did. Okay. So obviously there's a convert. So if he goes into a uh, into a local hardware store or a big box something like that and goes to the electrical aisle. Um, and tell them you want to uh, convert your uh, S, uh, your condensing bulbs to uh, LEDs, and they will um, show you a variety of um, gadgets they have for that. Right. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, give that a shot, Jim. Thank you. Yes, sir. And if we hear any other answers, please give us a call in, and, and we'll we'll uh, put those on the air, too. I'm sure some of our electrician buddies are calling in with the correct uh, terminology. There. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> we, we got that email that says, I inadvertently installed a defective fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. It had a broken pin bulb resulting in a charred receptacle. Well, almost a fire. And you're right. Can the receptacle piece be replaced, or will I need to replace the entire ballast? Thank you, K in Gulfport. Well, K in Gulfport. Here's your long distance dedication. Now, Kay, here's the deal: we, are, <laughs> you can replace uh, that charred portion. I wouldn't suggest it, though. You've already had too much voltage run through that line, and you don't know what's charred up in that ballast. Also, you have no idea. There might be uh, more things burning. Yeah, risk of a fire is best to just change the whole um, the unit. <clears throat> I would have to agree. That's not. That's not electricity is just something you can't cheap. You just can't cheap that K because it, it could be it only takes a spark, you know. All right, let's uh keep going to Lisa and Strayhorn is got a a cord hack, another cord hack. This is good. How you doing, Lisa? I'm doing pretty good this morning. So what's going on? What what's your, what is your hack? Um well whenever I have the cords hanging out and putting stuff up, I uh, use an empty toilet paper roll. I just you know, when I get the cord just shove it over the end and it keeps the cord out of the way. An empty toilet paper roll. Toilet paper. I figured out a way to make that where it didn't look like a toilet paper roll. I'd probably make a million dollars. But I used it for my curling irons, my lamps, anything with the cord. Just lined it up and just shed the cord and just shed the toilet paper tube over it, and it keeps it intact, keeps it in place. Wow, that's a really neat idea. But you know, it's tacky because it's a toilet paper tube, but um, it works wonderful. It works wonderful, and there's no tripping hazards. (laughs) Thank you, Procter and Gamble. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, appreciate that. Um, let's go to, uh, Steven real quick in Hattiesburg. And he's got a comment about that toothpick thing that we were talking about. Oh, wait, no, he's not ready yet. We'll wait. Um, so anyway, another one of the things, let's go to one of the emails real quick. I saw this. Oh, wait, I'm in the wrong place. Sorry, Java. I know I'm doing all this like on the air. Here we go. Tub and shower replacement. Uh, first, they listen to our show every week. Great fun, enjoyable, and very informative. That's got to be your part, Dale. A uh, couple of quick questions. We have a basic three-bedroom, two-bath home with a garage under the house. Wow. We want to install a spa, jacuzzi-type tub in uh, one of the bathrooms, replacing the basic one-piece shower tub enclosure. Okay. There's a small room in the garage with a shower and a toilet that has been uh, out of use since we bought the house four years ago. 
and probably longer than that, the wiring for the uh, lighting in that room was rerouted at some point. So somehow we need to buy a spa tub, have that plumbing and the lower-level plumbing checked out, and uh, have electric work done to set up the spa and the lower-level shower room. Who uh, does that kind of work? Do we need to work with spa people and a separate plumber and a separate electrician? This is what uh, I'm going to say. I hate to say this because it's a slogan for a company out there, but you really need to hire a general. Um, yes. <laughs> a, a, a general contractor uh, that does some of the smaller jobs, you know, or a bathroom remodeler, someone like that. The reason being is that uh, that person is going to have access to plumbers, electricians, uh, you know, builders, anything you need to make this thing happen. And, and it is way too much work for you to have to juggle 15 different contractors. Hire you a good general, and they'll take care of the rest. Dale? Someone that um – Deals with uh, custom building, you know, um, won't just say just the small stuff, but, you know, the difficult things, the challenging, Mm -hmm. you know, like me and myself um, or or Shane, someone like that, that does remodeling, um, remodeling. Right, right. Because, like I said, you've got to have access to those other folks, which are are for a general contractor is just a phone call away Um, and a lot quicker than you can get a contractor out. So, all right, uh, give that a shot. Let's go real quick to uh, Stephen in Hasburg, and he had a uh, comment about the toothpick uh, idea. What's going on, Stephen? Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, so, so I've heard this on the show a couple of times, and I, I was I kept waiting for somebody to, to mention the other secret part of this. Uh, what you do is you take you have your hole that's too large or stripped out, and right. you you take the toothpicks, you put them into that hole, and then um, you don't cram it completely packed but then you take liquid nail and you squirt that into the hole with the toothpicks and and, um, and then you let that completely sit and that makes it stronger than the original wood or mm-hmm. um, wow. you know, with the fiber or whatever part that, of the board or whatever you That's use. a really good idea. You know, I've, I've done the same procedure where you've got the stripped out hole, put the toothpicks in there and then I used wood glue and, oh, yes. let, it, and let okay. it dry for like a day. Uh, and right. I tried that, but in and, and that worked. But wood glue is is uh, kind of brittle, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's not necessarily the, the best thing. I, but liquid nail sounds like a great yeah, a liquid nail well, or a, a liquid putty for wood. Right. That, well, the, the great thing about liquid nail is that it bonds to so many things, uh-huh. and once it dries, it has just a little bit of elasticity. So you, so you could use the toothpicks to give you uh, some of the grabs from the wood. Right. And and, and then the uh, the only thing about that is if you just have the toothpicks in there, there's always a chance that the toothpicks are not going to have anything to grab onto. And so the screws can still pull back out, but the, the liquid nails will oh, anchor that's all point. of it yes. and provide some elasticity to so. That's a that's a great point, Stephen. And he's correct because I've overturned the screw once. I put the two picks in there, and I got the same problem again. So I had to just repack it over. Uh, but yeah. uh, with that liquid nail, you're right. You okay. modified the uh, two pick. All right, appreciate it, Stephen. We'll continue our discussion after the break, listeners. Do you have any life hacks you want to share with us? Maybe you've got something that has made your life easier, more efficient, and want to share that with us today. Also, if you're looking for some help with anything else you're working on, we'll take that too. Call us with your questions, comments, or question. I already said questions, didn't I? Eight yeah. seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 
or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. What does the news each day mean for you? Monthly jobs report. Of course, such was asked for the travel ban. Combat climate change. NPR slows the news down with historical context and broad perspectives. Stand with the facts. Listen every day. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. You're with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons is, uh, well, trying to make it in. Today we're looking for the best life hacks this morning, the things that make life a little bit easier that you didn't even know you could do. Also, if you have any other projects going on, we want to hear about those too. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Did I tell you about a project that I did last week, Dell, where I made floating shelves? Where I went to, I went to one of those local places where you buy old reclaimed wood. Wow! And and so I bought a piece of that wood. Mm-hmm. I cut it into shelves and and I sanded just the top, just a little bit. But you want, I wanted to leave the the weathered look. Okay. You know. So what what I did after that is it was kind of a thick piece of wood. Mm-hmm. So I took it, uh, took a drill, a three eighth drill, and I drilled two holes. 16 inches apart mm-hmm. on the side oh, of the shelf. Side. Right. Uh-huh. And so what I did was then I took two bolts mm-hmm. and put them in the wall at the studs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Into the studs because studs are 16 inches apart from center. Yes. Right. So, uh, it's then done correctly. Right. Then <laughs> I put two big bolts in there mm-hmm. and then you can just slide the shelf over the bolts. Wow. And it holds up to the wall, and it looks like there's nothing holding that shelf up. They call it a floating shelf. Yes, they look um, good. But, but they do look great. And and I, using the reclaimed wood really made the difference. It's really wow. nifty looking. All right, let's go to uh, Ann and Jackson, and she's got a comment about old wallpaper. <laughs> My only comment about old wallpaper was flamethrowers. But what's yours, Ann? No, a couple of weeks ago, you had somebody trying to locate old wallpaper or um, oh, yes, to indeed. match it. Remember that? And yeah. I was driving, and I couldn't I couldn't call you. Um, but there is a state agency that helps people with old properties and gives advice, and that's the state archives. They have a division of historic preservation, and they have architectural historians on staff who can offer suggestions like that. No way. Properties. That is so cool. I had no idea that existed. How, how do uh, – now say what agency that is again. It's the State Department of Archives and History, uh-huh. right and, across, right next door to the old Capitol. Right. And then they have a division of historic preservation. Oh, wow. They're the ones who put the people on the National Register and all that. So they help people restore old homes, and they give advice on that that topic. is fantastic. Do you do you have do you know like a website that people can can go to and, and see uh, this? M, I'm sure it's mdah.ms.gov or something similar to that. Okay, that'll work. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you can just type in you know Mississippi Department of Archives and History and go to Historic Preservation Division. Yes. No. Oh, okay. All right. And good luck. That's that's great. Thank you, Ann. Appreciate sure. that. I'm sure they have a dungeon. Dungeon, yeah, you know, <laughs> with those old things, a humidity uh, controlled dungeon. Yes, I would think. <laughs> um, okay, got an email from Bob. He says my daughter had uh, the same problem with a new LG refrigerator as mentioned on your appliance show. 
Uh, and it says, let's see. Okay, doesn't mention what that was. Oh, it's the ice maker, new refrigerator ice maker icing up. Mm-hmm. We've had this at my house, and 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 they mentioned it. Uh, a, a caller called in and mentioned an LG fridge that the ice maker kept freezing up. Well, it says the solution was to lower the temperature setting, and the problem ended. Wow! And it never occurred to me. Maybe maybe it's freezing too fast mm-hmm. and clogging up at the top. I, I don't know, but that that makes sense. Uh, I'm willing to try it just to not have to clean that out. Yes. Like all the time. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Uh, Lines are open right now, and we are doing life hacks today and any any things that you're trying to fix. What's going on, Java? Yeah, I, I looked up the website for the Mississippi Department of Archives and History because that was a great idea yeah. about that. It's uh, M-D-A-H. Dot ms dot gov. So okay. M-D-A-H dot ms dot gov. Man, that's great. Okay, that's a fantastic resource. I had no idea that we had access Especially to. Especially if you're in historical um, neighborhood. neighborhoods yes. and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many of them around the state of Mississippi. Yes. They're just, uh, you know, we are lucky to be littered with historical uh, homes and properties. The first thing I think about when they call and say they're in the historical uh, is where are we going to find the material? I mean, uh, yeah, where yeah. are you going to get some of this at? And that's one of the things we were talking, <laughs> me and Liz were here in the booth talking about because in some places you can only use this certain yeah. material and type it's, of wood. It's in and, this and, special place. And right. Yeah. You got to find the back room. and <laughs> Yeah. You got to go back in time. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I mentioned I went and got those old shelves. There was mm-hmm. reclaimed wood, but there's actually a place. Uh, and there's there's places like this all over the state. But what it is, it's it's it, it groups of people who get together and they they buy basically houses that are coming down, mm-hmm. and they they save all the savable wood and fixtures and all that stuff from the home. You know, like a a fireplace mantle or whatever else. Yes, and uh, siding and they, windows. Yeah, they put them all in a big warehouse, and so you can buy original. Uh, original wood, original windows and doors and things like mm-hmm. that. And the 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 fun of that is that you can try to match up wood and and one of the things that's hard to match ever is trim work, especially older oh, trim yes. work. Because they really planed it themselves. Yes, yes, it was it was very much a uh, a labor intensive thing. Well, you can find that old trim work in these kind of places and yeah. help your home out easier than trying to get it milled. Anyway, uh, Tom's on the line, and he's got a question about a drawer runner problem. Tom, are you with me? Yes, sir. I've got an older double wide, and uh-huh. in the kitchen, when you pull the drawers out and close them back up, it's like sawdust is coming out of the uh, wood above the uh, drawer. You know, they're one on top each other yeah. well sawdust is dropping down because something is scraping on it when you open and close that door um what's in the drawer uh silverware and stuff okay oh, yeah. it's heavy well i was trying to think if anything is sticking up or anything like that that would scrape the top that would, uh, in other words, there's no reason to have sawdust unless something yeah. is, you know, uh, deteriorate. Right. A lot of those trailers are made out of um, the deteriorating wood. You know it, 
And a little sand wood to wood will it, it'll sand itself. Well, the um, the uh, was it particle board? Yeah, it's yeah. glued together. Yeah. Um, I would say now you can get new runners. Uh, they're they're fairly cheap at, at your local hardware store. But I think you need to get down in there, take that drawer out, and see if you can see where the scraping is happening. Because mm-hmm. something, it may be in the back, it may be on the side, you don't know. But something is scraping, and it's in, and it'll eventually ruin that cabinet. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Just you're going to have to do some diagnostic to to figure out what's going on because there, sawdust just doesn't happen. You know. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry it wasn't more uh or easier. Um, all right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Yes, lines are open. You can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. You ever use a uh, comb, like an old-school comb, as a nail holder? It's a life. It's okay, a I trick. know this sounds insane. <laughs> I've done the same thing. My daughter taught me how to do the same thing with a pencil eraser. And she, it, my daughter taught me this, Okay. You, you take a pencil eraser and you put a little nail through it, you know, mm-hmm. like a little finishing nail. Yes. Uh, you put it through the eraser and then you can hold the pencil up to the wall and, and bang on it and not worry about your fingers, your fingers like me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dale's <laughs> got a, <laughs> got a bandaid on his finger right now. And um, so you can do that, but you can also do it with a comb. You just kind of put the, the nail further down into the teeth, mm-hmm. you know, Put it up to the wall, and you can bang on that without worrying about banging your finger. A nail setter. A nail setter. And that I can tell nice. you that uh, uh, the first time you, you slam a hammer into your finger, you'll go searching for the nail setter. Yeah. All right. Timothy's in Louisiana off the grid and wanting to make a comment about the uh, lady sink problem. What's going on, Timothy? Well, there's a product called Polyseam Seal that's made for joining where two pieces of uh, formica come together. And any Formica store will have this stuff, and it comes in multiple colors. Uh-huh. You and think that'll so work on porcelain? Oh, absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. Now, what's it called again? Polyseam Seal. Polyseam Seal? Yes. Okay. And it's a Formica product. You know, I mean, it's for Formica. Right, right. And so... Um, and it'll bridge a crack up to like a 16, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have to do a cut two applications because it's got volatiles in it that will flash off and it'll sink just a little bit, you know, down right. to the crack. And then, pilot, you know, put it a little more in there. And then it could be just, you know, uh, hit it with some uh, brass wool. Or uh, Scotch Bright, and you can polish it up, and you know, you won't even know it's there. Fantastic! That's you know? a, that's a great idea, Timothy. We're gonna, you know what? I think that's a good one for her to try to give give that a whirl because, I mean, before you replace the sink, you may as well just give it a shot. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two. Lines are eight seven two seven four six four. There we go. There we go. Lines are open at eight seven seven MPB ring. That's I'm just going to stick with that one. Yeah. Uh, give us a call. Give us your life hacks and what you've got going on at your house. We've got a contractor in the building that can help you with your problems. Eight seven seven MPB ring. We'll be right back. 
Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks is out today. Today we're looking for the best life, life hacks. This morning, the things that make uh, life a little easier that you didn't even know that you could do. Also, if you have any projects going on, we want to hear about those too. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Before we go to, wait a second, we, all right. Phones are open, folks. 877-MPB-RING. I wanted to ask you a question, Java. All right. I'm, I'm going to call your bluff on this. Uh, <laughs> Java helps me. Java is the producer of the show, so he actually tells me a lot of the stuff uh, to look forward to on the show. And one of the things that he pointed out this time as a life hack you ready? It says, to remove a splinter, mm. apply a paste of baking soda and water. Wait a few minutes, and the splinter will pop out. Now, you're going to need some backup <laughs> evidence on this, Java. Prove it. All right. So, <laughs> according to the Internet. Oh, well, then we know it's you correct. apply a paste of ba- baking soda right. <laughs> and water. <laughs> In a few minutes, the splinter will pop out. All right, we need no someone. burning or nothing. Yeah, we need someone to try this. So don't go get Man. a splinter intentionally, but if you've got one, do some baking soda and water paste and tell us about how wonderfully your splinter is. You're going to need that out. already available when the splinter <laughs> happens because once that splinter enters, the think, thinking process immediately is just remove it. Whatever you got to do, cut your finger off, whatever. Right, <laughs> right. 877-MPB-RING if you've got a question or a comment about today's life hacks or something going on in your home. Got an email um, from a gentleman who obviously is an electrician or something Mm -hmm. like it. Uh, He says, you remember we got a call a little bit earlier about the LED Mm -hmm. and the fluorescent and, um, you know, the ballast, all that other stuff. He says most of the LED lights that are made for the fluorescent fixtures already come with a converter installed. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is directly bypass your ballast, meaning that uh, that square piece in the, uh, in the fluorescent light, mm-hmm. and wire the light in directly. So directly from the power source to the LED light rather than going through the ballast. Okay. The ballast is what, is what basically brings the power to the fluorescent lights. So anyway... Uh, do try that. I think that's fantastic. Thank you, sir, for uh, giving us an email. Number to call here to ask your question is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, here we go. This one, Java, use nails as a guide for your plugs. Don't let your plugs get pulled out of the socket. Now, you're going to have to explain yourself there. I, oh, I I can't picture that in Google? my head. I'm going back. I'm, I'm going. I'm going back because oh wow. You're looking okay. <laughs> the reason why it says use nails as a guide. This is what I'm saying, folks. Do not put a nail inside in your front of that outlet socket. Don't <laughs> don't put a nail inside the socket. This is what. Now, as I look at this list, I'm really trying to understand what was I doing. 
Because there's some context else, missing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's one or two pieces because it's all about don't uh, let your plugs get pulled out of the socket. Oh, here it is. Okay, okay. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have, uh, let's say, you have a lamp, uh-huh. and your cord you plug is plugged into the wall, right? But you will take the extra cord that's mm-hmm. coming out of the wall, right? And you will kind of nail it to the wall, like use a nail as kind of a hook. So you, oh. so you're not uh, instantly maybe like tripping uh-huh. or you you um, the the lamp gets pulled and then it pulls out of the socket yes. and rips real like it's 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 for that all right like okay. to say if you have something long and you put the the cord kind of up against the wall with the right. nail use right. the nails as a guide there there it is I okay that 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 works I'll say. Uh, I would call this a pro tip if you were yeah. saying it, but let me tell you, this is fully an amateur tip because I did it. Never do it again. Don't nail anything into any sort of cord. Oh no! Okay. Oh no! No, no. no don't nail it into the <laughs> no. cord. Right. This is well. What I'm, what I'm saying make, is make, make it like a like like a hook. For yeah, the like cord a hook. Because I was thinking, yeah. I remember early on. I noticed there's a space between the two wires on like a lamp cord, and you're like, "Oh man, I can get it between there." No, no, no. <laughs> no that's a definite. That's a, that's a great definite way to no. blow an outlet, a yes. lamp, uh, your hand, the whole nine. Yeah, you're and really if, trying. And if you're gonna do that, use the um, the ones like for the cable, the little um, the the wire fasteners, and you can just hook the wire in and nail it. It's, yeah, it's made that's the way to go. And see, that's the thing. Now, a lot of these things that we're talking about, you can go buy them. At mm-hmm. the store, like people have, 50 cent. yeah, they mm-hmm. they've come up with these things now. But my favorite one is one that you really can't buy is if you're losing nails and you're losing um, uh, tax and things like that. Uh-huh. You put a, uh, a, a sock, st- a sock, or maybe a, a stocking uh-huh. uh, at the end of your vacuum cleaner hose, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then you just run it over wherever you were. And magically, all of your nails come up out the carpet and everything. You know, <laughs> that's there's, great. There's a neat thing, and you can get them for really cheap. But if you notice, uh, roofers use them constantly. But oh, they're yeah. giant rolling magnets. Yes, and and they they come with them. And when they when they're done for the day or whatever, because you know, roofing tacks are so about many. the most vicious things out there. Um, but they'll fall on the ground. A lot of times, they're they're like a a, a dark color. So you're not going to find them. So so what they do, they have a giant – it looks like a rolling pin. Honest to gosh. looks like a, a big metal rolling pin. And you roll it on the ground like mm-hmm. an old lawnmower. It's a strong magnet. Yeah, too. it's a really strong magnet, and it picks all that stuff up. Um, we learned the hard way. Um, we were doing some apartments, and uh, the, the uh, tenants started – everybody started having flats. So we immediately learned how to use the magnet every day. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep down uh, that that cost of having to replace all those tires, right? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I've got a collection. Three hundred bucks a pop. Yeah, man. You know, you profits go fast that way. Tires and some people just coming in. Oh, well, let me get me a free tire too. No, no, no. we magnet now, so it's right. it's no way. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Uh, Dell, there was something else that you were working on. You were talking about earlier. Yeah, well, I, I um, a listener called in and she had some little hacks, um, just simple things. But um, my um, one of the things I use in my um, little day to day gadget is my drill mm-hmm. and those um, fine thread screws. 
they they able to fasten things back without um, leaving a big imprinting like the the big wide head. Oh yeah, and you can just you know caulk right over it. Oh, that's a good idea. So yeah, that's um, one. But like I said, we are busy, man. Um, I got some custom stairs need to be um, installed. The lady custom wants stairs. Yeah, they saw my um, the ones I did where I stained them. Yeah, and they want to go with the pine and knotted look and want me to route oh, it cool. out and stuff like oh, that. Oh, very nice. Okay, uh, now you remember uh, a, a uh, the email I got a few minutes ago from the the gentleman, the electrician. That uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. that sent us the thing about the LED bulbs and that yes. kind of thing. Well, he sent an email back just now, a few seconds ago, that says, You guys should have attempted to pronounce my name. I wouldn't have been offended. Love the show. Uh, the reason why I didn't try it is because it... <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, this is Ms. Weed. You ready? Mister? No, no, no. Mr. Sapan <laughs> Kariwala. <laughs> Java, you think that's close? I would give you an A for effort. Really? Um, it, I, I do think it's, uh, I would say, I'll throw my hat in the ring. And okay. Sapan, Carrie Walla. Carrie Walla. That's what I get from it. Okay. That's what it looks like. I mean, well, sir, I hope you're happy. If he's listening, give us a, uh, you know, a pronunciation <laughs> guide. Yeah, send us uh, between A or F how we did, you know. So there you go. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. If you want to send an email, it's fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, we've got John in Magnolia, and he's got a question about an unused RV. Are you with us, John? Yeah. So what's going yeah. on? I got a RV. It's a 1992, uh, I think it is. It, it ran from uh, 2015, and they, they gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering... Would it be safe to, to hook up the 220 plug? Uh, to this uh, unused RV? Yeah. So this has never been, no one's ever lived in it? Uh, oh, yeah, they lived, that's what I'm saying. They It, it was it was running uh, up until 2015. They uh-huh. run it in 15. What does, uh, what does the power connector look like? Uh, it looks like a stove uh, plug in the 220 cable, right. cable onto it. Okay, okay. Uh, does the outlet look like it's in good shape? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would give I'd it give the it eyeball roll. test. You know, any uh, crack celebrations or um, any, um, any, you know, just look at everything to see, you know, how it looks, and then just give it a little test. Might have to, you know, use one of those portable testers just to make sure once you plug it up everything is still working yeah you can get uh just a very cheap little tester that will check and see what's hot what's not and um mm-hmm. to make sure that you're good there and a voltage meter to see you know what, what kind of juice is coming through and no corrosion you know yeah. things like that and then just go ahead plug it in and run what i will say okay. is um uh, we've been told by an electrician that comes on the show here you're much better off if for somehow you get a shock from a 220 than a 110. The thing is, uh, apparently a 220 will hit you so hard that it (laughs) knocks you back 10 feet, but it takes your hand off of whatever you're doing. 110 will make you grab a hold of the line, and you just stay there. So, so, uh, you know, good luck with that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I I, I get you. Yeah. See what they got to do. They got to hook up the uh, 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 the, put on the pole. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go to uh, – I'm reading this right. Okay, gentlemen. We're going to go to question mark in Hernando. Yes, this is This is – I can't. Hello, uh, question mark. Who's this? <laughs> this is Sopin Kerriwala. You guys yeah! Where's my clapping effect here? I need to, dude, you should have let me know. I would have had him set up a drum roll and the whole nine yards. Okay, so say it one more time for me. It's Sopin Kerriwala. Sopin Kerriwala. Yes. See, now I can address you properly in the future. And now you're an official character. Your name has been said four times on this show today. I know, right? That's impressive. So, uh, I'm not an electrician, just uh, just a handy person. But, uh, but yes, we've done quite a bit of these uh, LED installs in us. Uh, in our church, and uh, so that's really cool. Good for you. So you just you just put provide the one ten power directly onto the LEDs. Most of them have a a DC volt converter in them. Okay. okay. Wow, that's good to know. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, Thank you very much. I think I did that right. I think. Okay. Uh, I was wondering. I was wondering it, the what would you say is the most revolutionary tool to use as a life hack. That's come along in I don't know, good two thousand years. Hmm. I'm going to leave that question for you to, to ponder. The best tool to come out for your home improvement challenges in over two thousand years. The butter knife. Your butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll leave you with that. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Give us a call. I can ask any home improvement question you like. This is MPB. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks couldn't make it this week. Today we're looking for the best life, life hacks this morning. The things that make life a little bit easier that you don't even know that you could have done. Also, if you have any other projects going on, we want to hear about those. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, before the break... We talked about what was the greatest home improvement tool to be made in the past 2,000 years. This is, by the way, this is just Jason's estimate. But I'm telling you, there'll be uh, 100,000 contractors that will get behind me on this. It is the portable camera that comes in your phone. That is the best thing that's happened to DIYers in history because if you go to work on your car or your home or anything else you can take pictures as you go so that when you do goof up Mm -hmm. you can show somebody else this is the last point where it worked right you know and uh and you can go fix it the great thing about it also is that you can my favorite part is taking pictures of model numbers okay Mm -hmm. so i had a, a dryer that was having a problem i went and took a picture of the dryer's model number on the inside of the door Mm-hmm. And I was able to go to an appliance store and ask for a part. They they had the exact part right there, yes. knew exactly what they want. All they needed was that model number. The the cell phone, the smartphone has changed DIY forever. Yes. 
because before the smartphone, I was uh, having to get uh, pictures developed, and that, that was just really expensive. Well, outside of that, you know, you write things down, and lots yes, of times you transpose of numbers, and yeah. So anyway, a great, great tool, and and you really should try to use it on each of your home improvement projects. All right, let's keep and go to the phone. We got a lot coming in. Kathleen's uh, on the line in Osaka has got a tip for nails, like we were talking about holding the nails. Am I right, Kathleen? Right, I do. But I was going to say, duct tape is the best tool. <laughs> duct tape is the best tool. Yes. Yes. When when you can't fix anything, duct tape it. Okay. But um, uh, what I was going to say, on the nails, and this will help you, especially for places that you need three hands, uh-huh. like around something, across something, where you have to hold a drill and something else, get a heavy-duty leather belt from wherever, drugstore, right. flea market. Mm-hmm. Technically, hold it in your left hand, let mm-hmm. the, the leather part hang down. Yeah. You will notice it does have a, a bunch of holes. Uh-huh. You may have to add a complete roll in the same distance as the other ones. Right. Do not cut those holes. Add another roll of holes right to the side of that and split it out to the right side. Now, what you can do with that is you hold the uh, belt you, with uh-huh. one hand. You can put the nail head through the split in the hole to the outside. You can wrap the belt around and actually secure it like a regular belt so you don't have to hold that. All right, hang on, Kathleen. To... All right, so this is what I'm going to need you to do, Kathleen. Uh-huh. Why don't you write this down for me? Fixit101 at mpbonline.org. That's our email. What I want you to do is send me a picture of you doing this successfully because I could not figure out what this was looking like in my head. I did not have a good picture of that. But I want to get that picture, and I will put it on our Facebook page. And you can go check it out on our Facebook page. Sometimes people tell me that you're overthinking it, Dale. You're overthinking it. Oh. I was like, well, it's, it's just complete. Uh, it's fun. You know, okay. overdo it. <laughs> Let's go to Tom in Grenada. He's got a question about a dryer exhaust. You with us, Tom? Yes, I am. So what's going hey, on, I'm, man? I've got a dryer. My, my laundry room is in the center of my house. And so my dryer vent goes about 20 feet. Wow, how many bends? Uh, none. Okay, straight straight pipe, 20 feet. Okay. Right, but the problem is, is after four or five years, the dryer lint collects up and clogs up the vent. Right. Is there a product? Oh, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what it is, too. I've used it at my home. It is It is a product that you attach to your electric drill. Uh, it has a brush on one end that looks kind of like a toilet bowl brush. You know what I'm saying? It has fiberglass uh, that'll that'll feel a lot like an old school fishing pole to you, and it looks about like that too. That you add uh, you add more to it. It comes with at least twenty feet of the stuff, and you hook it to your like your drill. And you put it on the outside of the home. Go to the outside of the home and put this in there. And you can pull out, and I'm telling you, you will pull out pounds of lint with this thing. But this is exactly what it's made for. Give that a shot. I think you'll, I think you'll find that, it's, uh, that that'll work for you. But they make this just for that occasion. Um, 
Just go to your big box or whatever. Joe's on the line on the road, and he's got RV a tip. RV tip. And we've got a comment based on a call we got earlier. What's going on, Joe? Well, hello. Uh, most RVs, uh, even especially in the 90s, were not set for 220. That man, if he plugs that plug he's describing into a 220 outlet, he's going to blow the converter and all the wiring in that RV. That plug, even though it looks like a dryer plug, which is normally 220, right. that plug is a 30-amp 110 plug. Oh, so that's yeah. like the like a transfer switch plug. Just about like that. That's okay. Right. And you can go to an RV store or even Walmart, uh, any big box store, and buy a converter that looks like a standard 110 plug, uh-huh. plug into a 110 outlet, and then you plug this 30 amp into the adapter. Nice. 30 amp, the 30 amp is usually for air conditioners. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so he's still listening. Joe, Joe, I appreciate that. That is, that is fantastic advice, uh, and hopefully will save a life. Um, all right. That is the uh, end of the show. Yeah. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio. And it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener is Liz Gill. Uh, for Dell Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.